Warrior Woman, welcome back to the Warrior School Podcast. This is episode 196. We are on day nine of 13. We have four more days to go. We're in the final push, the final sprint. <sighs> okay, so I'm actually going to do something a little bit different today. I am going to repost an old podcast episode. Repost? Re... Uh, podcast, reshare, whatever the re, right reword is, I'm going to do it. I am going to share episode number 84 with you. This episode is all about personal responsibility and taking ownership. And I did it back in September 2021. So nearly two years ago and something really cool, a lot of the things that I was talking about two years ago, (laughs) I'm still riffing on right now. Uh, I'm still talking about them. I had actually planned for a podcast episode to be on this as part of the podcast sprint. So it was on my list to do around this time on personal responsibility, taking ownership and regulating ourselves. It's something that I talk about a lot, uh, especially inside of Warrior School, in particular when we're looking at creating a warrior's mindset. A big part of that is uh, being able to take responsibility and ownership for our lives and our journeys. And then I always link in this nervous system part, this ability to be able to regulate ourselves. So I had already planned for it, but then I remembered that I actually recorded a podcast episode on this topic. And so I went back into the iCarves and found her. She's episode 84. And I listened to her and I was like, you know, I was actually going to re-record it initially when I first listened to it. And I thought, you know what? No, because there's a lot of stuff in here that I think is really valuable Um, and I'm going to add to it, which is, we're going to do this, you know, little lengthy intro into it. Uh, but I'm going to drop my main intro, my musical intro. Actually, Carson got back from a hike this morning. He's doing, uh, the grind, which is this big mountain here in North Vancouver. It's like this very steep climb. Uh, and so that's his summer project. And he got back this morning And he said, I listened to one of your podcast episodes Uh, and he never does that. He doesn't listen to my podcast. And I was like, oh, what one did you listen to? And he said, who's at your table? He's like, love, it was very good. You are an amazing speaker. You're very good at this. (laughs) And I was like, thank you. And he said, could I just give you one piece of feedback? And I was like, sure, you know, have at her. I love, I love feedback. Um, And he said, I think you should drop the music intro from your podcast. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I'm just sitting with it. So potentially no more music intro, uh, maybe just a little tune and then we'll get straight into it because I feel like these intros that I give you are intro enough into already pretty lengthy conversations that we have together. So no intro, but a lengthy uh, intro into this podcast episode that I'm going to reshare. 
The funny thing about this podcast episode is that I actually, (laughs) it actually starts with me talking about being in a sprint (laughs) with work, which is so funny because I'm in a podcast sprint right now. So, you know, I've been in sprints many times in my life, but two years ago, Uh, When I was recording this podcast episode, I was also in a sprint. It also talks about taking the long way home, which I talk about a lot. Uh, The expectation reality gap, which I talk about so much. I even talked about it this morning on a live coaching call inside of Warrior School. And the big meat of the podcast episode topic is on how we need to take responsibility and ownership for our lives, our choices, our training and our health. And so as I said, I was actually going to record a new episode on the topic, but I listened to it and it was pretty, pretty damn good. (laughs) And I think it's helpful. So I've added this intro in and what I wanted to add to the cocktail was talking about the importance of self-regulation. This is a really big piece, a really important piece, because when we're talking about this idea of personal responsibility, also, I actually went back to the Googles uh, and I just wanted to think a little bit more about these ideas or concepts. So I thought about it. I went back to Googles and let's rehash on what personal responsibility and taking ownership is. And then we'll add in this piece of self-regulation before I send you on out there to episode 87. So from my reading, uh, from my understanding, from pulling from a few different sources, when I think of personal responsibility, it's this, it means holding yourself accountable for your own actions and exercising self-control. So those with personal responsibility really work to understand their own power and agency in a given situation. And they know that external factors matter, which is I do talk about them a lot in this podcast episode. So they matter. They are important. But they also understand their individual responsibility as well. So when we're implementing personal responsibility, it really means that especially after maybe mistakes, uh, we take the time to figure out how we could have done things better and make plans to improve in the future. It also includes this ability to take credit for the positive contributions you've made. So both. It's the ability to be able to see when... Uh, maybe something hasn't gone to plan or gone your way or something negative's happened or you failed at something or there's a mistake and you really sit into that and own your role in that. And then on the flip side, it's also actually taking personal responsibility for the great things that happen (laughs) in your life, the positive things that happen or the positive contributions that you've made. So then when I looked at ownership, it's really about being empowered to take charge of one's life. So taking complete ownership of your outcomes by holding no one but yourself responsible for them is the most powerful thing you can do to drive your success. And that quote is by Gary Keller. 
I'm going to read it again. Taking complete ownership of your outcomes by holding no one but yourself responsible for them is the most powerful thing that you can do to drive success. And so when I read that, I also think of, um, yes, people, but also external circumstances as well. Then I sat with looking at, okay, this idea of self-regulating. So I talk a lot about energy, getting enough energy in, you know, getting the energy into the body through food, through plugging our energy leaks, managing our stress, uh, setting up our environment, training, being in a strong body, all of these things that give us energy and then thinking about the things that leak our energy. We need more energy. The more energy we can get in, the more capacity that we have. So the more capacity, the more bandwidth, the more things that we can hold, the more things that we can do, the more things that we can take on. But the more resilience we have when it comes to managing stress and managing situations where we really need to take ownership and responsibility. So in this podcast episode, I talk about how training is really hard. And there are a lot of external variables and circumstances that can make it harder. But really, at the end of the day, we've got to take responsibility and ownership for that journey and the choices that we're making. And it's all totally possible and doable. And it is way easier if we have more energy and if we know how to regulate ourselves. So if you think about and look, I'm not a psychologist. I don't specialize in, uh, you know, no trauma and nervous system regulation, but I'm coming at it really from an energy perspective, food, uh, being able to manage your stresses, plug your energy leaks. That is all about self-regulation. If you don't have enough energy in the body, you really can't regulate yourself. Your nervous system is not strong. So that's why the food piece is so important. That's why Creating really strong boundaries is really important. Managing your environment, managing your stress. You've got to be able to regulate yourself. And I think when you can look at the training and the food, that is a form of self-regulation. And then what happens is that really penetrates into all other areas of your lives. So when you feel stronger, you feel more regulated, um, you're nourished, you actually show up with more patience, uh, you can take more ownership and more responsibility for what's going on in all of the other areas of your lives. Uh, And You know, I thought we could go through a couple of examples or a couple of stories. And so self-regulating, it's really the ability to understand and manage your behavior and your reactions to feelings and things happening around you. Okay, so it's your ability to regulate yourself. So if something uh, upsets you or triggers you, it's not that person's fault or that situation's fault. It's up to you to regulate your reaction to that. And it may, it's way easier if you've got a strong nervous system, if you've got energy, because you have the capacity and the bandwidth. Uh, you've got strong physiology. With strong physiology comes better regulation with emotions. So I've blamed time. I've blamed technology. I've blamed other people. I've blamed the weather before. Yeah, I've wanted to put the responsibility on all of those other things and not taken the responsibility or ownership 
uh, for myself when it comes to certain situations. So I'll just give you a few examples. One was when I was working with my coach when I was Olympic weightlifting. And so I was training a lot, like three or four hours a day, six days a week, uh, mostly Olympic weightlifting. And when my body broke down, so when I got injured or when a training session didn't go well, I would blame my coach. I would blame the programming. I would blame my body. But it was my choice to show up to that training session, maybe not as fully nourished as possible. Or it was my choice to do that training session at eight o'clock at night when, you know, I'd been working all day. And so I wanted to blame external circumstances and other people for me not performing well. Particularly, I really wanted to blame my body where I really, I needed to work hard. And this is why I stepped away from Olympic weightlifting because my attachment to lifting was really negative and I wasn't taking responsibility and ownership for the outcome of a session or for even my relationship with lifting. And I wanted to blame other people, especially my coach. And that, that was just one example. So I had to step away from the sport and really work on my relationship to it and reflecting back, really look at how a lot of the time I didn't take ownership and responsibility um, when I was lifting in those situations. Uh, videoing probably is another example that comes to mind off the top of my head. So John, my business coach, he set me a task to a project Uh, to actually do a lot of videoing in the gym, close-up videos of me training and talking to the camera. And I tried, uh, but uh, it just, like it wasn't working. And so I blamed the environment. I blamed technology, like not having the right equipment. I blamed Carson for looking at me wrong when he was trying to film me (laughs) or like feeling, you know, feeling rushed by him. But it really was the story that I was telling myself in my head that was stopping me from taking action. But I didn't want to take responsibility and ownership for that. I wanted to blame everything else around me and I wanted to blame Carson. But when I really stopped and thought about that and thought, okay, okay, are you able to regulate yourself in this situation? Yes. Okay, you're coming into the situation. You're nourished. Um, all right, you what like what else is stopping you? Like, where can you take ownership and responsibility um, in that situation? Uh, I guess another big one, more so in the culture, is social media. So especially, you know, in the business world, in our business coaching membership, John and Ruby talk about this quite a lot. A lot of people get really upset and angry with the algorithm, the way that social media plays out. Um And we want to blame. So we'll blame Instagram, we'll blame the algorithm, we'll blame, you know, everything else. But really, we just need to keep showing up. We need to use other platforms. Um, You know, we need to, to connect with people offline. We need to add more value. We need to build more resources. You know, we need to take ownership and responsibility to get our work and ourselves out there. We can't blame Instagram and Instagram's algorithm. So I want you to think about areas in your life that you don't want to take ownership or responsibility for. You'd rather just blame, (laughs) blame other people or blame external um, circumstances for you not getting to where you want to go. And it's really bullshit. (laughs) 
Uh, because we are the ones that stop ourselves. Uh, it's often the story that we tell ourselves about this, um, everything getting in the road, it being really hard that stops us from moving forward. And I do talk about this in the podcast episode today. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about the importance of why only being on the journey to get to the destination doesn't work, how getting clear on your values and what you want will help you on the journey, the expectation reality gap, which I love. I love her. I'd love to do my TED talk on that. I share four steps that you can take to help you take more responsibility and ownership of your life and your journey. And if you're really struggling with this stuff, uh, this taking ownership, uh, taking responsibility, go check your self-regulation. Go check your energy, go check your food, uh, check your energy leaks and look at how you can best regulate yourself because it's in times where we're not regulated that we'll be really triggered. We'll get overwhelmed, we'll get frustrated and we've all had those times and we just need to pause and be like, you know what, I actually didn't sleep well that uh, last night or I actually haven't eaten enough today um, and so I think the biggest area that my women really see it change for them is their patience when it comes to their kids. When they're better nourished, they can regulate themselves better. They really have more um, patience and capacity with their little humans, which is really cool. You know, we all want to be more patient (laughs) and compassionate in our lives when it comes to those uh, around us. So I really hope that you enjoy this repost of episode 84 I think it's a cool episode. I found it really helpful uh, listening back to it myself. So enjoy it. It's on personal responsibility and taking ownership. Warrior Woman, welcome back to the Warrior School podcast. Okay, I want to kick it off by saying thank you for being here. I see you. I hear you. I appreciate you. Uh, so much. I'm so grateful that you listen to the podcast. I'm grateful for the feedback that I get on the podcast. You know, there's not a week that goes by where I don't have someone reach out to me to say that they listen to an episode or, you know, they share what resonated or a takeaway. Uh, And yeah, I'm just, I'm so grateful. You know, this is such a special project to me. I love the podcast and I really want to see her grow into this, you know, big boss lady of a thing. Uh, and it's something that's definitely on the cards, you know, to to pay more attention to, to nurture uh, in the next, you know, three to six months. So I'm really excited. Okay. So we're back, the podcast and I, we had a little bit of a break. Um, I was in much need of space, of space to rest and recharge and restore. I've been in a sprint with my work for quite a long time now, probably a little bit too long. The way that I really like to look uh, look at things in my life is through like sprints um, and then resting and recovering. So, you know, in my business and in my work, I love to go on sprints. And that means, you know, periods of time where 
I really work hard and long, work on projects, um, create things, and then pull it back and make space to rest and restore. And so I've probably been sprinting for a little bit too long this round. Uh, And so I took nine days off, offline, and that created the space that really allowed me to rest and restore. Um, And yeah, we can think about that as, you know, in our training as well. It's okay to train hard and to push ourselves, but we also need periods where we rest and we restore. And so there is this, you know, sprint rest thing happening because if we think about playing the long game or taking the long way home we can't constantly sprint Uh, we need to make sure you know in order for us to play that long game that we come back and we take a period where we rest we restore we recharge and then we can go again so I just come back from that and this is the first episode back And it's going to be a solo episode today. And we're going to talk about personal responsibility, taking ownership and being true to you. Now, this is, it's a very meaty topic. Uh, There is a lot in it. It's a big topic. It's a very important topic to me. Uh, And, you know, today the intention of this solo episode, it's going to be a bit shorter, is just to start to get you to think about personal responsibility and taking ownership and what being true to you actually means. I really want to uh, kick it off by saying, you know, I'm not a psychologist. I don't specialize in human psychology in this topic. I'm merely sharing, you know, what I've learned through my own experiences and through working with hundreds of women over the last 13 years. Uh, And I've been sitting on this topic for quite a while not really sure, you know, how to begin it, uh, what to say. So I'm kind of just flying here. Uh, Normally I write down, you know, a bunch of notes or a bit of a structure, Uh, but I don't really have that. So we'll see what comes out of this um, episode. Uh, I just, I hope that it is helpful or it at least, uh, you know, bring some awareness to this really, really important work that we need to be doing for us to move forward in our healing and our training journeys. Yeah, so I just want to, I wanted to say, you know, I'm not a psych, I don't specialize in it. I am very fortunate to have an amazing group of women who are psychologists and counselors around me. And I'm sure, you know, over the years, we've had, uh, conversations about personal responsibility and taking ownership and not being the victim. Uh, And I'd love to get them on. So I think that's what I'll do. You know, I'll make this nice and short today and I'll actually invite uh, one of my dear friends on who is a psychologist to talk about personal responsibility and taking ownership from a psychologist perspective. So, you know, it's possible that you are on a journey. It's not possible. It's highly likely if you're here and you're listening that you're on a journey and you're on this journey probably to get to a destination. And unfortunately, I think a lot of us are only on the journey to get to that destination. 
Uh, and it's also possible that we don't want that journey to take too long. And we really don't want to suffer the discomfort and effort it will take to get there to that destination. So I just want you to think about, you know, if you're on this journey, why are you on the journey? And are you only on it to get to the destination? And what is that destination? What does it look like? What does it feel like? I want you to, you know, imagine it. I want you to write it down. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's highly likely, uh, and I've been there myself, yeah, I've been on the journey only to get to the destination. When I was competing in Olympic lifting, I was on that journey to get to the destination, uh, to get to the competitions, to get to the weight. Uh, and it was, um, you know, it was, I didn't want that journey to take too long. And it often created a lot of friction if I felt like I wasn't progressing, you know, I wasn't hitting my numbers, I wasn't performing. Uh, and, you know, I, I didn't want to suffer all the discomfort and effort <laughs> that it took to get there at the start. Uh, and often, you know, we want the easier, shorter way. Of course, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't blame you for wanting the easier, shorter way. I like to call that the short way home and the short way home is, you know, full of shortcuts. Um, it's where we don't listen to our bodies. We try lots of different fads. We're really inconsistent. Uh, and sometimes, you know, when we take these shortcuts, we even give up uh, because I think many of us want the result, but the journey is too challenging and too long. And so we, take shortcuts and we don't listen. We try different things. We're very inconsistent. Uh, sometimes we do even give up or we blame, you know, we blame because there was X, Y, and Z obstacle in our road, which stopped us from uh, getting to our destination. And this is what we're really going to talk about today. You know, when we have, we set out on this journey, we have a goal. Uh, we have a destination, we, we maybe want to look a certain way or feel a certain way. And then we might have a plan, maybe. Uh, often we don't really have a clear plan, which is why uh, this stuff comes up and why we can't actually get to our destination uh, is because we don't have a clear plan that works with our body. But so we have this goal, you know, we, we know what we want and we go on this journey to get to this destination. But as, what we start to realize is that it's actually really uncomfortable. It's hard. So there is suffering. Uh, there's a lot of effort that we need to put in to get there. Uh, and so then it creates this friction and, and we want to find shorter ways and easier ways. And this is when we take the short way home uh, or, you know, we, ha we have to give up because the obstacles seem too big and we start blaming whether we blame ourselves or we blame external things like obstacles or people. And we find it really hard to take responsibility and ownership of our journey and our success on that journey. <laughs> so, you know, when I talk about personal responsibility, what do I mean? Like, what is personal responsibility? 
So if we look into like the literature and a lot of the psychologists, you know, they can call it individual responsibility. And it is really the belief that human beings choose and control their own actions and destiny. Uh, so this personal responsibility really is about, you know, we can choose, uh, we, we make choices and those choices uh, lay out, I guess, you know, that, that journey. Now, a lot of psychologists hold the view that because humans are really influenced by their upbringings and our past experiences. So, you know, we're very influenced by our culture that we were brought up in, the worldview and belief systems by, you know, those who raised us and our past experiences. So that could be past relationships, um, traumas, and we may not always be fully responsible for our actions uh, because of this, you know, and other factors need to be taken into consideration. So this can be a very gray area uh, in the psychology world around personal responsibility and taking ownership because of potentially our upbringing and our past experiences. So, you know, we can get into like the trauma world and if we've experienced trauma, then therefore, you know, that can heavily influence um, who we are and our choices and whether or not we can take responsibility and ownership of our actions. Uh, and so, yeah, I really want to highlight that it's a very gray area. And I'm just going to talk about uh, our journey with training uh, and, you know, healing our body from a nervous system perspective but know that, you know, like I've spoken about the red umbrella before, yeah, we, we have this umbrella and the umbrella is, you know, the state of our system, like who we are. And then we have all these prongs and these prongs make up our, our body and our mind. And, you know, we're just going to focus today like on our, our training prong. And that's just one prong that makes the umbrella up. So in when we talk about this stuff, know that there are many other prongs, okay? Our environment, our relationships, trauma, all of these things definitely influence, one, the state of our system, and two, you know, our worldviews, our belief systems, uh, our choices and our actions. Okay, so here's what I believe personal responsibility is. I believe it's understanding your body and your values and using that understanding to make conscious, calculated choices to support your life. So I'm just going to say it again. So I believe personal responsibility is understanding your body and your values and using that understanding to make conscious calculated choices to support your life and of course your health and your training. Now taking ownership isn't always easy. <laughs> Actually I don't even know if it is easy <laughs> uh, which is why I think a lot of us struggle with it. And it requires so much bloody courage and so much acceptance. And it really requires this realistic view of your reality, so your life. So for those of you who have listened to previous podcast episodes, have worked with me or know my work, you know that I talk about 
this expectation and reality gap a lot. And I wanted to just briefly touch on it. I will pop the uh, episode that I recorded on it in the show notes. Okay, so if, you know, if we're finding taking ownership hard because it requires courage and acceptance and it requires this realistic view of our reality. Now, what does that mean? So often when a woman comes to work with me in warrior school, she has this expectation So this expectation of how she wants to look or feel, you know, this expectation of what the destination is, her goal. And then she has her reality. So how she's actually living, the reality of what she's done in the past, the reality of the state of her body right now. And often there is a big gap between her reality and her expectations. And I call it the reality expectation gap. It kind of sounds um, pretty science-y, like it would be in the literature, but I don't think it is. I think I just made it up. Uh, But this is something I'm extremely passionate about, (laughs) and maybe one day it could be my TED Talk. (laughs) Uh, There you go. I'm sharing a goal with you. One of my big goals in life is to stand on the TED stage and do a TED Talk. So it could be on the expectation reality gap, maybe. Okay, so I want you to think. I want you to think about your expectations for yourself around training, around your body, what it can do and what it looks like. So just take a moment. If you have your notes in your phone or a piece of paper, I want you to write that down. I want you to write your expectations you have or what that destination actually looks like and feels like when it comes to your training and your body. Now, after you've done that, I want you to look at your reality and I want you to write down things in your life right now that are making it really hard for you to get to that destination. So it could be uh, obstacles. That's another way we can look at it. Often, you know, in warrior school, when we talk about goal setting, so we'll talk about what we want, you know, what is that destination? Uh, And then we talk about obstacles. So things will come up, roadblocks. Uh, They always will. Now, it's up to us, you know, to, with a bit of effort and planning, we can see those roadblocks and we can make a plan to move around them. Uh, And so I want you to think about your reality right now. What is the state of your body? Is it stressed? Are you burnt out? Are you having a lot of hormonal shit going on? Uh, You know, have you just had a baby? Uh, Have you had a relationship breakdown? You know, think of what is the state of your reality right now? Uh, And then I want you to just spend some time looking at, okay, well, how big is the gap? You know, if I have this goal to... Uh, do this certain thing in my training or to look a certain way. So a lot of women have a goal to lose weight or lose fat mass, be a certain weight or have a certain body composition. Now, you know, if my goal is to be that weight or be lean or have this body composition or be really strong and be able to squat heavy weight or do five pull-ups, but my reality is, is that I've been chronically dieting and undernourishing and overtraining for the last 15 years. 
I have three small children, I don't sleep, I don't eat enough, uh, I'm also working uh, part-time, you know, all of these things. And the reality is really stressful. So the reality doesn't support the expectation or we need to readjust the expectation or the destination or the timeline that we have to bring it closer to our reality. So there's two things that we can do when we when we kind of get, I guess, to this place. And, you know, we have this, we have our goals, what we want, and then we have our reality. And we're, we're getting a really realistic, raw, clear view of our reality. Not how we think that we're living, not how we want to live, but how are we actually living? And is how we're actually living going to support that destination or that expectation? Now, I want to highlight that there is no good or bad or right or wrong. There is, it just is. And the gap just is. Now, if we want to close that gap, we have to do one of two things. The first is that we need to readjust our expectations for wherever we are in our life. So bringing it back to a lot of women that come to work with me, they don't have a good training foundation, which means, you know, they don't, they either have an injury, they don't have good range of motion, uh, stability, coordination, control. They don't have their foundation set for their training. Uh, they are often undernourished, they have hormonal problems, and so their body doesn't feel safe, it's very stressed. Now, that's their reality. But if they have a goal to do a certain thing, we need to get clear on, okay, well, to get there is totally possible, it's totally achievable, it's just the timeline lengthens out which we also have to accept because we're in it for the long way home. So we have to stretch the timeline and that's why I call it taking the long way home. And then there are steps that we need to take in order for us to step towards the destination. We can't just get there. Uh, there's a process and a method. So often with the women that I start working with, we lay uh, our training foundation we lay a recovery base, we lay a food foundation, we manage stress, we do all of these things to get the body safe so then they can train consistently, they can train hard and that moves them towards their destination, towards their goal. But that work could take six months, 12 months, 24 months. Uh, and I'll do another podcast episode on timelines because I think that's really important. Uh, so what happens is pretty quickly that this friction comes up, you know, when I start working with them and we start talking about this journey and timelines and creating safety and, and so then, therefore, they have to readjust that expectation uh, that it's going to take longer. Um, or, you know, we also start to change some things in their reality. So we can do both, you know, and I think it's more powerful if we work on both. 
One, we change some things in our reality. So we're not as stressed and we're supporting ourselves better. And then two, we work on that expectation as well. Uh, and so, you know, when the reason why I'm talking about this is because it's really important when it comes to personal responsibility and taking ownership and being true to you uh, is this is kind of the first step uh, is, you know, understanding our expectation reality gap. Okay, so, you know, once we've kind of done that and we're a bit clear on, okay, wow, my gap is really big. Now what do I do? There are a few steps that we can take to really start closing that gap or really start accepting personal responsibility and taking ownership. Because what I often hear is the gap is really big because of X, Y, and Z. Uh, you know, blaming external factors, blaming other people, uh, blaming obstacles. And so... What we need to do is when we close the gap, we're closing the gap through taking uh, and accepting personal responsibility, taking ownership of our choices, and we're in control of closing that gap. Now, when we practice personal responsibility, we focus on what's in front of us. So this is why the work around our expectation and our reality is really important. Then we make a choice and we take control. To be responsible is to be able to respond to our reality. So we're going to look at a few steps. I think I've got about four uh, that I want to touch on. Now, step one is what we've kind of just spoken about. What do you want? Like, what do you actually want? Uh, what is the goal? You know, how do you want to feel? Why do you want it? And then we need to look at our values. You know, what do you value? Uh, and I can do another podcast episode on diving a bit deeper into values and value work. But this is the first step is, okay, I'm clear on the state of my reality. Am I actually clear on what I want? So that destination, those goals, how do I want to feel? Why do I want it? And do you know yourself? Uh, what I find is that a lot of us actually don't know ourselves. We don't trust our body. So therefore, you know, if we don't know ourselves and we don't understand ourselves, well, then it's really hard to practice personal responsibility and taking ownership <laughs> because we don't actually know ourselves. We don't know what we want. We don't know what we value. And this is why... I believe that knowing your cycle and that your training practice, you know, is all about connecting you to your body and helping you understand your body uh, because we need the understanding before we can take the action. Uh, so this is step one. You know, we need to know what we want. What are our values? And do I actually know my body? Have I spent the time? Uh, you know, the six months, the 12 months, listening and sensing and feeling, uh, tracking my food and my training, understanding my body. And this is why I work with women for six, 12, 24 months. Uh, a lot of the women that are in warrior school have been with me for years because 
the start of our work for the first couple of years really is learning about ourselves and about our bodies. Uh, this is why I'm a big fan of tracking, uh, tracking what we're eating, tracking how we feel, tracking our training. What did we notice? Do we understand our body? Do we trust our body? Uh, because if we don't trust our body, it's really hard for us to take responsibility and ownership uh, of our journey. Uh, it's very easy, and I see it a lot, for us to blame something else or someone else because uh, we don't have that trust and that connection. We don't know ourselves. Then the second step is no blaming. <laughs> uh, you know, blaming external things or others puts us in a position of victimhood. So blame is just really another way to shake off the responsibility. Uh, and sure, external things such as time and money, they can be real obstacles. They can be. And I, th and I think it's important, again, to highlight that, you know, not everyone comes from privilege. Uh, and, and that is an obstacle. Not everyone has the knowledge or the time or the resources. These things can be real obstacles. But often with a little effort and planning and the right people to help you, we can move through them. For a lot of us, time and money aren't real obstacles. Now, I don't want to take that away from people who are not as privileged. They can be real obstacles. But for a lot of women that I work with and for a lot of us, you know, these external things, these obstacles that come up around time and money aren't real obstacles. They're not the real thing that actually stops us on the journey. Uh, and like I said, with effort, with planning, you know, with a plan and with support from people, we can move through them. Often the real obstacle is in the story we tell ourselves about how hard it all is that stops us from continuing on. I'm going to say it again. For the people in the back, often the real obstacle is in the story we tell ourselves about how hard it all is that stops us from continuing on. It's the story the stories that we tell ourselves. It's too hard. I don't have time. My kids aren't sleeping. Now, I'm not taking that away from you. It is hard. It's hard when you're tired and you're not sleeping. Um, you know, these are real obstacles, but we can overcome them with effort and planning. We can overcome them with the right plan that works with your body for where you are at right now. So if the real obstacle is in the story we tell ourselves about how hard it all is, you know, we need to ask ourselves, what's my role in this? What is the story that I'm telling myself? What can I learn from this? Because we really just want to blame. We want to blame these external things. We want to blame others. Uh, you know, we want to blame that we don't have time or energy. We want to blame the children. And now, yes, all of these are variables. They're important. Uh, but we can definitely move through them. 
and most of the women that I work with in warrior school are mums. They work full time. You know, they have these obstacles, but with a little effort, with some planning, with the support from myself, and they've created a team around themselves, we really just get real. And in the end, the real obstacle is the story that they tell themselves about how hard it all is. Uh, And it is hard. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to take that away, that it is hard. Training is hard. Uh, Healing is hard. You know, changing your life is hard to support where you want to go. It's not easy. If it was easy, everyone would do it. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so that step two is no blaming. We're not allowed to blame because remember, we're in the work of personal personal responsibility and taking ownership. So we need to get clear on what are those obstacles. Yeah, it's really important to know those obstacles. Uh, But then we need a little bit of effort and a little bit of planning so we can move through them. And we also need to do a lot of work in the story that we tell ourselves about how hard it is. Step three, we need to be conscious of our actions and we need to practice choice. So I think there's such a great power in being able to make conscious, calculated choices. And it's really hard to make conscious, calculated choices if we don't know what we want, uh, we don't know our values, and we don't know ourselves. And this is why that work is really important. It's also really hard to make conscious, calculated choices when we're tired, when we're undernourished when we don't have the space to actually make those conscious choices that are going to support us. So this is why always keeping our values and goals in mind and choosing our actions accordingly is really important. And this is why the values work is really important. Um, Because when uh, we lack ownership, we tend to fall into a very passive trap of saying, you know, like I don't have a choice. Uh, right now, like I feel like I don't have a choice. Uh, you know, it's not working with my life or my family. It's, I don't have a choice. And in reality, we always have a choice. Even when we don't actively make a choice, we're still making a choice by default. <laughs> uh, and by acknowledging our options, we ingrain this sense of personal responsibility and we develop this conscious decision making. So let's... We'll, Let's go for an example. So for perhaps at the end of a long day, you tell yourself you're too tired to train, to do your training practice. We just need to try to reframe that language uh, to signify your active choice. I choose not to go to the gym today. I choose not to train today because it's a choice that you're making. Now, It's not good or bad or right or wrong because maybe you didn't sleep uh, the night before. You were up all night with your child. Maybe you didn't eat enough food and you are very tired. But instead of saying, you know, that you're too tired to go to the gym, it's important to, you know, the language that we use really matters. And so it's important to signify that active choice, because you actively chose that. I choose not to train today. 
And it's not about justifying it. It's not about then falling into shame and blame. It's just about highlighting that you made that choice. And it doesn't matter if it was right or wrong. So by saying those words out loud, you know, your gut or your ovaries or your insides will tell you whether those words are valid and responsible uh, reason or if you're actually just blaming external circumstances and, you know, you're using that as an excuse. The body's pretty smart. You know, it won't sit well in your physiology uh, if it's just this blaming. Uh, It will sit well in your physiology if it's really true to what your body needs right now. And the only way you get really good at that is just through practice. Um, So being conscious of your actions and you need to practice choice. That's step three, to know that, you know, what actions are you taking? Why are you taking them? And you always practice choice. You always have a choice. Now that choice may not be easy every time, But once you decide to do something, it's really just about keeping that promise every damn day of making the choice. Uh, Again, not uh, sounds simple, not always easy, but I invite you to try next time. You know, when you start saying like, I don't have a choice or you start blaming external um, obstacles or, or things or people that you actually bring it back to yourself and you say, I choose not to. It's pretty empowering as well. Step four, last step, I think. We're going to make it the last step. Focus on solutions and ask for help. Okay, it's not very helpful just to sit in the shit and keep blaming, keep looking at all these obstacles. So, okay, you have these obstacles. So what? We all have obstacles, of course. Some are bigger than others. Uh, And of course, it depends on past experiences, on our trauma, on our umbrella and not taking that away. But we all have obstacles. So what? (laughs) What are you going to do about it? Now, focusing on solutions and asking for help, so much more powerful than sitting in the shit blaming the obstacles, blame, you know, thinking about how hard it all is. And this is where, you know, what is the solution? What's the plan? With this effort and this planning, we can move through them. We can get to our destination. We can have more energy. We can have regular cycles. We can train consistently. We can get stronger. We can lose fat. We can do all of these things. We can do it. You can do it. It's possible. But yes, you have these obstacles, they're roadblocks. Yes, it's hard, but what are you going to do about it? Now, of course, you know, I want you to remember this. There are many people that can help you on your journey and help you achieve results, but no one else is responsible for your results. I remember a long time ago, I was listening to a podcast episode by Brené Brown and It was, I think, her first episode on Dare to Lead. And she was talking about, as a leader, you know, we can give you the tools, we can give you the knowledge, uh, the education, we can even give you the plan uh, to get from A to B, you know, to get to your destination. But we are not responsible 
for your bounce back. We're not responsible for your success. And this is really powerful. This was powerful for me as a coach, but it was also really powerful for me as an athlete, as a student. Um, You know, I will admit I wasn't the easiest coach when I was competing in Olympic lifting. And that's because I really struggled to take this personal responsibility uh, and to take ownership of my emotions and my actions and the results that I was getting in my training. Uh, And so this was empowering when I realized that, you know what? Yes, we need people on our team. Like who's on our team that can help us? Our coach, our teacher, our mentor, our friend, you know, our husband, our wife, our partner, our children, all these people are on our team. You know, what role do they play? How can they help me uh, get to my destination? But they're not responsible for your results. They're not responsible for your success on this journey. Uh, We cannot blame these people for not getting where we want to go. We are responsible for our success, for our journey. And when we choose to take that responsibility and ownership of that journey and of our body, we need to choose that and keep choosing that every goddamn day. And that's hard. That's not easy. But it is an active choice that we have to make every day to take responsibility for our journey, for our training, for our eating, for our results. And when we choose that, we just have to keep choosing consistently every damn day. So my question to you is, do you or are you ready to? Okay, warrior woman. I want to thank you for listening. Uh, I feel like I dropped a bomb and I'm just going to walk away. (laughs) Just drop the mic and just walk off stage. (laughs) Uh, Okay, but I promise that we'll talk more about it. I will get a psych on that can dive a little bit deeper into it and maybe get a bit more sciencey. Again, for those of you who know me, I'm not super sciencey. I'm more like qualitative experience kind of um, person, but I hope it was helpful. Um, I'd love to hear uh, maybe something that resonated, a key takeaway or a question uh, about this stuff. Um, Yeah, like I said, it's a really important topic to me. It's one that, you know, we all really need to pay attention to. We all need to work on, you know, I've had to work on it really hard um, in my business, in my training, in my health, uh, in all areas, in my relationships, in all areas of my life, uh, this bleeds into and saturates. And I think just asking yourself, um, you know, what is my role in this is really important because, you know, I, I really believe when we can take responsibility and take ownership and be true to us that we get to the destination. You know, we, we get the results. Um, okay, that's it for me. Thank you. Warrior Woman, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't, please give the podcast some love by subscribing now. 
And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another warrior woman. Also, if you want to go crazy, I'd love if you wrote a review for the Warrior School podcast. And also share and tag me with your biggest takeaways for the episode on the gram. Okay, Warrior Woman, have a great week in training. Bye for now.